Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we'll be joined by the guys over at SpunOut.ie to talk all things mental health. Whether it's a question about education, relationships, or just your everyday life, the guys will be here to give their professional advice. This week, we saw all the announcements made for Budget 2021. It can be quite long and detailed, but Ian Power is here this week to break down all the things that we need to know for the budget. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Zoo Crew. Afternoon, lads. How are things? We're good. It's so great to have you. How have you been? Good, thanks. Good. And uh, really been glued to this budget today. Uh, lots of different things happening. It's been uh, a busy one, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not going to lie, with everything that's been going on COVID-related, I actually forgot that today was budget day. So I'm so happy that you're here to explain a few things for us. Absolutely. And I think you'd be forgiven for forgetting it. Um, <laughs> and also as well, I think the, the, the scale of it today, just in terms of COVID, I mean, it was it was the word that was used in every second sentence by the two mm. ministers as they made their speeches in the doll. So um, it really has had a huge impact on what would normally be, you know, a normal kind of event in the run of the political mill. But this year has been just huge. When you think about going to be an additional 17 billion euros spent next year, um, wow. that's just huge. Like, normally you know you're talking you know only in the last few years maybe we've had kind of you know anywhere between kind of three to five to seven billion extra to be able to spend um and obviously in the years at the start of the last decade we had very little money to spend because we were trying to you know shore up the public finances after the financial crash so really 17 billion close to 18 billion really actually um 17 uh, billion and three quarters it's a huge amount of money to be adding to to government spending in one day you know yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure a lot of people have kind of been getting the push notifications during the day of all, of all the main points. But even still, it's so hard to understand it all and take in the info that you need, uh, which is why we're delighted to have you here to break down some of the just the main points that we need to know uh, that are that have come from today's budget. So maybe uh, let's start off with the pandemic unemployment payment. There's a lot of questions uh, about it going into the run up to Christmas. What can you tell us about the PUP? Yeah, so I think a lot of people were hoping maybe that uh, given we've gone back to level three as a country, that maybe the pandemic unemployment payment would revert to maybe some of the previous rates. So you might remember that um, last month, the, 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 the rates changed. So basically, it was based on your average weekly earnings before COVID hit. So if you were earning over €300 Euros a week um, before COVID, you'd continue to get, um, you, you get €300 Euros instead of the €350 Euros that everybody got. Um, you know, between kind of March and, and September. Then if you earned between 200 and 300, uh, you now get 250 euros. And if you earned less than 200, um, you get 203 euros. And so I think, you know, there was a lot of expectation and uh, people were watching very closely to see would it change and would it go back up to the 350 euros for everybody. But no, uh, the short answer is that it's staying the same. However, there is some good news. So um, there is normally a double social welfare payment um, in the first week of December. It's kind of called the Christmas bonus, but it's it's a double um, social welfare payment to help people with kind of the costs and extra costs of living around Christmas. Um, and this year, it's been confirmed today in the budget that if you've been receiving the pandemic unemployment payment for any four months of the last kind of, you know, nine months and in, in the month up to Christmas, any four months, you will receive that double payment. Previously, you'd have had to have been receiving a social welfare payment for over 15 months to get that double payment. But the government has said, 
if you've been receiving the pandemic unemployment payment for any four months in the last kind of eight or so months uh, when the, the kind of the payment will be due, you'll uh, be eligible to get that double payment. So you don't need to do anything. You'll get it automatically. Um, but it's good news for lots of people who maybe are in receipt of the pandemic unemployment payment just to know that they will get a little bit of extra cash uh, just in the run up to Christmas. That's really good to know. Ian, it was also a big day for education. Uh, If there's students listening right now, uh, there is 50 million euro uh, going to to third level education and there's also changes to the SUSE grant. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, so essentially uh, there's been a package of kind of financial support announced for third level students uh, by Ministers Harris and Collins. And I think a lot of students had been asking for this uh, to come to pass. I think particularly, um, you know, when you think about €3,000, you know, if you get a SUSE grant, you obviously don't have to pay that €3,000. That's covered in, in you know, different ways by the, by, the, by the SUSE grant itself. So let's say you're getting the full amount of support from SUSE. You know, you don't have to pay any of that grant payment or the, the, the fee payment. Um, if you're getting half the money, you kind of pay half the fee. There's gradients, essentially. But what it was announced today is that on average, essentially, there's around 250 euros of financial support per student um, in third level and it'll obviously depend very much on your own personal situations and circumstances and we've spoken about this before and really what I would say to everybody is make sure that you're engaging with Susie with the student assistance fund um, held by your college and also with the the kind of uh, hardship fund that is managed by your students union and you know you will uh, you reap the benefit of that there's also another um, additional 20 million to ensure the students who are impacted by COVID-19 have access to, to other supports as well through SUSE and also an increase of €1,500 Euros in the SUSE fee grant for postgraduate students um, and an adjustment to the income eligibility threshold. So previously that was around, um, you know, it was around twenty or 30000 Now it's gone up to 50000 uh, in order to, to qualify for that. So there's been a number of different changes that hopefully are widening the scope of those financial supports for students. Lots of students today feel like that isn't enough. Um, and particularly, you know, with the move to kind of college by Zoom, lots of students concerned that, you know, really they were hoping for, for more. But um, I guess, you know, we have to take what we get. And uh, that was what's announced today. Yeah, definitely. And for the past few weeks and months um, that we've been in the pandemic, people have been raising concerns about how it's affecting people's mental health because it is in different ways for other people. But what sort of funding has been announced for mental health resources today? Yeah, so today uh, the Minister has announced an additional €50 million Euros for mental health. Um, now, organisations like Mental Health Reform had been calling for an additional €80 million Euros. Um, and they were looking for, uh, you know, money to fund existing levels of service and then to fund new developments. So the way that the, the breakdown of that 50 million euro comes about is they're going to invest 12 million euros to keep services at their existing level. And they said they're going to add an additional 38 million euros to develop new services. So things like digital mental health supports and other things. Um, and particularly, we've seen a lot of criticism in the last few days around eating disorders and the supports available for those services they've been provided for as new initiatives or new money like that 38 million euros over the last few years but unfortunately uh, that money has sometimes been taken to fund kind of keeping services at their existing levels so I think there'll be a lot of people looking to see you know is that 38 million euros spent on new additional funding Um, and I think there's been a lot of criticism as well just broadly about the spending on mental health at the moment it's about six percent of the overall health budget whereas 
the the normal kind of spend in other countries would be double that at around 12% of the health budget. So I think people are concerned. Um, you know, 50 million euros, uh, you know, when the ask was kind of 80 million euros, it's not a bad day out at least. Mm. You know, I think it's a, it's a good chunk of what um, the organisations in the space were advocating for. And I think everybody will be very much kind of watching to see what happens in terms of how it's been spent. Absolutely. And uh, a high percentage of the country have been working from home uh, for the past eight months and probably will be for the for the foreseeable future. Uh, there is tax deductions that have been announced today for those who are working from home. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically what you can do uh, over the, the kind of nine months, let's say, that you'll have been working from home or maybe you've been working from home pre-COVID as well. And this still applies to you as well. Um, so at the end of the year, basically, what you can do is if you total up kind of how much you've spent throughout the year on heating, electricity and broadband, um, you divide it by the number of days and then you multiply whatever that cost is by the number of days that you've been working from home. So, for instance, you know, let's say you spend a thousand euros, you divide it by kind of 365 and you multiply it uh, by however many days you worked from home. You can submit that into the revenue kind of PAYE anytime system um, and you submit 10% of that overall cost and you get basically a, a fee back um, in, in terms of, of tax relief. So it can be anywhere kind of you know, let's say that figure was a thousand, you know, it could be anywhere from kind of 20 euros up to, to 40 euros or maybe a little bit more than that. It's not a huge amount. Some employers are giving uh, their employees up to three euros 20 a day tax free, uh, which is an expense that employers are allowed to give. So, it's, you know, it's it's a much better position to be in in the situation where your employer is giving you that, that um, tax free expenses. Um, but also as well, just don't forget that there are other um, you know, tax relief that you can avail of as well. You can get 20% back on anything you spend in terms of, of GP fees, um, you know, dentist fees throughout the, the course of um, the year in terms of, they, now they have to be orthodontic fees, they can't be um, regular kind of dentist fees. But yeah. um, let's say you kind of go to the doctor maybe kind of 10 times in the year, um, which could be the case for, for some people, you know, that's maybe 600 euros. You can get 20% of that back um, through this uh, med- medical expense tax relief as well. So, Kind of, it does it does no harm to kind of go on to citizensinformation.ie or ourselvesfunner.ie and kind of find out the details about these things and make sure that at the end of the year you apply for them because otherwise, you know, it might be 20, 40 euro, maybe it's 100 euro, a couple of 100 euro or something like that, but better to be in your pocket than in mm. somebody else's for sure. Yeah. So, so make sure you don't miss out. I was going to say, absolutely better to have it in your pocket. And I'm glad that you raised that point because um, I didn't know, I knew about the, the dentist and I knew about the doctor, but I didn't know that, uh, that you can actually claim back if you're working working from home that say you used an X amount on your electricity or your broadband that you can actually claim that back I had no idea yeah, absolutely. So few people did, particularly before um, COVID. So I think, you know, this year, I definitely expect a lot more people to be claiming that relief and fingers crossed, um, you know, people will because it's it's mm. been expensive, you know, and I've no doubt that people's electricity, heating and, and broadband bills will be up because of, of having to work from home so much. So definitely make sure that you, you try to claim back what you can so that you're not too much out of pocket. Yeah, definitely. Um, but for some of the smaller things, people uh, want to know and get the facts quickly for things like cars and cigarettes. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, so today, a 50 cent increase on a packet of 20 cigarettes. And then also uh, a new announcement today about changing how VRT is calculated. Um, so, you know, people will be familiar, particularly those of you who are kind of car mad. 
um, there, there's going to be a new way of calculating that because, uh, you know, the minister announced today that the, the system that's currently set up is is kind of favourable to the current engines. And I think it's going to get a little bit more expensive. So I think they're trying to push more of us to, to buy electric cars for sure. Um, there's also going to be an extension of the health to buy scheme. So for anybody who's looking to buy a house um, at the moment, uh, you can get basically up to 10 percent of the purchase price for a new home capped at 30,000 euros. Um, so it's a hugely beneficial scheme. Um, so, you know, definitely think that uh, a lot of people out there will be welcoming that because at the mo- at, at, mm. up until today, it was only going to run until the end of this year. And I know a lot of people were maybe saving for their deposit or maybe they were kind of getting into a position where they could choose their house and maybe put down the book and deposit on a house and stuff like that. So the government has announced today that you've got an extra year to get that sorted. So I think a lot of people who will be in the housing uh, market are going to be looking uh, very favourably on that today as well. Thank you. Laura Bracken is one of those people as well. You can never shut up about getting a gaff. I'll have to go and check my piggy bank. I don't think I'm quite ready, but it's good to know I have an extra year anyway. Absolutely. Uh, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw something about this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Ian, but is there something that has come in for people who are claiming the pandemic unemployment payment regarding some amounts of small work around Christmas? Yes. So essentially what they've done is that, you know, if you're, let's say, a sound technician or if you kind of, you know, are an artist or something and, you know, a bit of work comes along and, you know, you, you know, up until now, I think there's been a lot of uncertainty around whether accepting that work would affect your entitlement to the pandemic unemployment payment. And so what the government has said is that, you know, if you are kind of taking ad hoc uh, you know, jobs, it won't uh, affect your kind of uh, entitlement to the pandemic unemployment payment. So I would check it out definitely um, and look at the thresholds that apply um, just in respect of, of making sure you don't go over those and become ineligible for the PUP payment. Um, but yeah, it's good news for lots of people, especially mm. those maybe who are starting to see a little bit of life coming back into their sector and were kind of worried that maybe perhaps, um, you know, accepting that work would, you know, render them, uh, you know, kind of unentitled to um, the the pandemic unemployment payment, but no, there there was an announcement today uh, that you know the government very much clearly don't want to disincentivise people from getting back to work and doing uh, those kind of different uh, small bits of work that might come their way. So definitely look into that if you work in an industry that it, it might apply to, um, and see what those thresholds are, so that you make sure you you can stick under them, and um, so that you can continue to uh, be eligible for the PUP payment. Yeah, that is going to be a relief to so many people because obviously we're coming into such an expensive season now with Christmas on the horizon and, you know, kids are back to school and fees must be paid. I'd say it's going to be an absolute relief uh, for, for a lot of people in the country. Absolutely. And and just another really positive thing today, lots of people who work in the arts and entertainment sectors, particularly the live entertainment sector and music, um, you know, the, the funding for that area of 60%, you know, to 130 million euros wow. and an additional 50 million euros for the live entertainment sector on top of that as well. So really, I think that's that's staggering numbers when you think about what's normally spent on the arts and by rights you know I think a lot of people would have said we should have been spending that anyway you know pre-COVID but certainly um, really welcome news for anybody in those industries and it'll be administered um, by the Arts Council so everyone's looking to see what the detail of that's going to look like and how they can benefit from it but you know for an industry that's been really heavily hit I think it was very welcome news today. Yeah. Definitely. Sounds like there is a lot of positives to take from today's budget. Um, and it's good to go through some of the main yeah. points in, in detail and language that we can understand. So thank you very much, Ian Power, for that. <laughs> take care, guys. Uh, and I'm sure there's probably more in-depth analysis on spunout.ie, am I correct? 
yes, we're working away to get that up there now. And uh, you can also chat to us on your li- on our live chat service Monday to Friday, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. So tomorrow, if you find you've any questions about your entitlements for any sort of kind of schemes or payments or anything like that, hop on uh, to spunit.e forward slash question between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. and someone will be there to answer your questions. Brilliant. Ian Power, CEO of Spunout.ie. Once again, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the Zoo Crew and thank you so much for breaking down the budget for us today. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Mind yourself with Spunout.ie. And that is it for this week of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And don't forget, tune into the show every Tuesday as the guys from Spun Out join us live on the air to talk through a different thing relating to mental health and just minding ourselves in general. And as always, if you are looking for a little bit of advice from the guys over at spunout.ie, you can submit a question to us totally anonymously. All you have to do is head on over to the lifestyle section of Spin's website and you'll be able to fill out a form there and we'll put the question to the guys. And if you've liked the podcast, please leave us a little rate and a review and it'll help people find the podcast on Spotify or on iTunes. Or if you know anyone who could do with listening to an episode, be it this one about the budget or any other ones. We talk about relationships, mental health, lots of things COVID related as well. Please do share and we'll talk to you next week.